Welcome to life, the grand adventure. During this adventure, there are many twists and turns, each of which leads on a new path of our journey. Luckily for all of us, we have God with us on this adventure. Oftentimes, we try to make things too complicated. Hello, I am Adam, and I have great news for you. Life is actually quite simple, and if you come along with me on this podcast journey, I will share with you one simple fact about life and faith. It's that simple. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 through 21. Do not call to mind the former things or consider things of the past. Behold, I am going to do something new. Now it will spring up. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The animals of the field will glorify me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I have given water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people. The people whom I formed for myself will declare my praise. That is some powerful, amazing scripture about God's redeeming love. You hear it talking about the wilderness. It's going back to the Hebrews, how they were freed from Egypt, how God rescued them. I'm actually in the book of Exodus right now with my connector reading through the story of Moses. We just parted the Red Sea as I'm recording this podcast in our script, in our daily readings, but it's just powerful to see how God protected them. Sometimes they didn't get it just like us. They did. They would complain just like us, but God was there the entire time. His love was with them the entire time. As I was looking for a scripture for this podcast, I really focused chapter 18, verse 18 rather, was what was the key focus. Do not call to mind the former things or consider things of the past. It's making us look forward, look where we are going. I love in the Lion King where Rafiki goes up and bops Simba on the head. And he says, you know, Someone's like, why'd you do that? Because it doesn't matter. It was in the past. I tried that with my wife, and she gets mad at me when I bop her in the head. But he goes on to say, uh, as God's talking to Isaiah here, behold, I'm going to make do something new. Do something new. God made a promise to the Israelites. And if we know anything about the scripture, anything about God, everything about God, his promises are the best. They always come true. He never lies. The Israelites came back. The whole time when they were captured and taken away, they were brought back because God never lies. His promises always come true. This passage is God telling them that he's going to be with them. He even he references the Hebrews so they can see, yes, I will keep my promises. And a lot of times people, Christians struggle with the Old Testament. And they, many people avoid that because we, as Christians, we tend to know the Old Testament is here, but we live in a New Testament world and we avoid it. But there's power in the Old Testament, so much power. If you want to look at God's promises, they really flow through the Old, Test Old Testament. And if you're a person who does struggle with the Old Testament, I want you to try looking at it a different way. As you're reading the passages, the stories of the Old Testament, look at them as something that leads directly to Jesus. Everything from the cubits in Leviticus and Numbers to the for the tabernacle to Noah's Ark. If you talk about there's if you look deeply, I heard a speaker speak one time about the 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 dimensions of the ark, the way it was formed, how Noah's Ark, if you look, they don't give the dimensions of the door, how it is to, to be created. It's 
it's crazy powerful stuff, but it looking at it through that lens really helped me approach the Old Testament differently. It really helped me to focus more on the Old Testament. I've done more Old Testament readings recently than I have in the past. I used to say, I don't need that. Jesus came. It's to a point true, because all you got to do is accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but it's there to show the power of God. The Old Testament, if it wasn't needed, God wouldn't have put it in the Bible. It's so important, but it's it's just amazingly powerful. And in this passage, it's pretty obvious how God will redeem us, just like he did the Israelites. He's the ultimate redeemer came down for us. So this episode is called Factory Reboot. You think about that when you're thinking about like a computer or a cell phone or something to that effect. But I get the privilege of a teacher as being a teacher of having a factory reboot every year. My job has a beginning and an end. I have students that come in the fall. They leave in June. And in the end of June, I am bushed. I partially became a teacher. So I would have those weeks to reboot. At the end of the year, I'm getting towards the end. I'm like, okay, I've gotten through it. Students, by the end of the year, you can see it in them. You can see it in the teachers. You can see it in the parents that we're at the end. We are at sometimes our wits end. Sometimes we are exhausted. I have seen some people just sort of dragging out of school towards the end. And I've had those years. I love what I do. I love that there's beginnings and ends. But I'm exhausted. I take time over the summer. Many teachers will work other jobs or do other things in the summer. I take time to just stop. I don't, I've never taught summer school. My wife did once and I said, I purposefully won't. I took a job where that is part of my life and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to use it. Most of you don't get the, don't have that within your life, but I'm just using that as my example that will lead into my points for today. But because this week I'm at the start of school. I'm recording this prior to the first week of school. Last week was all of my teacher in services preparing for the school. I had lots of meetings. When I when you reboot a computer, the computer has to like run through all those little numbers and words that pop up and down. You got to run programs to get started. That's where I was this week, recleaning my room, putting it back together, thinking of the plans to start going through um, professional development, meetings with my principal, meetings with my team, connecting back with the students, connecting back with the parents. But it was my reboot to get started. Right now, as I'm going into the week, I'm, I feel ready. I got to see the students on Friday, and I forgot how much I love what I do, how much I love feeding into them, how much I love being with them, how great of a job I do have. But I don't think I would appreciate that as much if 365 days a year, round, 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 I didn't have that stop. I didn't have that break to reboot. The reboot allows me sometimes to take time to pause and reflect on where I've been, reflect on where I need to go. And I needed that in my life. I wasn't good at that. I'm still not great at that. I tell a lot of things here on the podcast and a lot of them, <laughs> I'm talking to myself. I hear pastors say that I never understood it as much until I started podcasting. I'm talking to myself for myself and just sort of talking to God from here. But there's adapting that I need to do within that. I have to adapt how I'm approaching life. I have to think I'm exhausted. And as I'm coming back, my body gets to adapt back into that starting state. Imagine if you're running a race. If you just ran forever, you'd fall over. Some of the uh, Usain Bolt, one of the greatest runners, runs 100 meters. Bam, he flies through there. Imagine if you had to keep doing that. 
It's impossible. And that's how life is. A lot of times we try to keep running that 100-meter dash, but we can't. And that's why the reboot is so important. That's why as I get into a new school year, if you are if you have kids, you notice your teachers are like, we are rolling at this time of the year. Talk to us in December. We're like, is it time for Christmas break yet? I need it. We're all human. We get tired. So even though we do get summers, we need that reboot and to find it as well. So most of you are not teachers. What can you do? How can you reboot? Why is it important? I want to start with the, the importance, the importance of finding that way to have a factory reboot within your life. There's been a big put. It's really, I'm glad the church is starting to, to look at it and examine it. But mental health is a, is, a, is a thing. I'm doing a mental health coaches class right now. And I've been working on it slowly but surely through just to understand my students, to be able to communicate better as a as a teacher, as a father, as a Christian, as a dad, where and whatever, as a husband, wherever I am communicating, but mental health is in trouble. We have a lot of we have a mental health crisis going. COVID didn't help. We were heading there anyway. We were ignoring it, saying, ah, it's 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 one of those things. Don't worry about it. If you, if you have bad mental health, you're not a Christian. Church is starting to go. Oh wait, maybe uh, we got to look at that. It doesn't mean that. We just say, hey, everything is worldly. No, we approach it from the Jesus lens. We approach it with and through Jesus. But our mental health is so important. And if we're not solid with that, we're going to burn out. Burnout is real. I felt it. I know you felt it. And when you burn out, life is rough. You you're on the struggle bus. It'll affect your entire life, your home. Your work, your friends, whatever else you're doing, you will know, listening to me, if you listen to me weekly, you will know if I'm burnt out, you'll see me just dragging. I've been there. I could go back and probably tell you when and where it was. You'll notice as that's happening, your relationships, they'll crash. Home, friends, wherever. It won't feel good. If it gets too bad, it could affect you losing a job. You'll be lonely. As this happens, people don't want to be around that person. You pull yourself away. And all of this sort of goes together. It leads back to the burden. It leads back to the importance of taking care of your mental health. And that's why the factory reboot is important. I mean, let's be honest. In general, if you are in on the struggle bus, life is terrible. It stinks. We all want a good life. We all want to... Be happy. Be joyful. We don't want to have to put on that mask and fake it. What is it? The old saying, you know, fake it till you make it. It's, it's not true. You fake it till you make it. You're going to, it's it's going to be rough. Just live it. Enjoy that joy. You have yourself being a happy person. I put on a facade here sometimes, but if you ask people that know me, my daughter was somewhere and this little girl, it was at church actually, a uh, children's ministry thing I was doing and this this little girl was talking and she was saying you know another girl asked her is like hey my daughter and I were volunteering there is what it was we and she said is he he's he's he always like this and the student I had said yeah this is this is who he is this is this is my personality I like to jump around I'm very animated if you ever watch me on YouTube I'm always I'm a lot of times talking with my hands 
the energy is up and crazy and wow, that's who I am. But there's no point in me doing it in other places. I want to be happy. I want to have a fun life. So if if we're talking about rebooting, what can we do? How can we do that? How can we go to the point where you know we're not considering things of the past? We are relying on God because He will make all things new, as He said in Isaiah. Well, let's start out simple. It's the hardest thing, to be honest. I'll tell you that daily time with God. It takes three weeks to start a habit, but time with God is a worthwhile habit. That would be reading, praying, making it part of your making God part of your life. It doesn't mean that you just all of a sudden shut down the rest of your world. Make God part of your life. Start your morning. Get up five. Start start small if you do don't do anything. Get up five minutes early. We have various ways to talk to God. God helped the U version app get created. Some people go, I, I don't read. Push play. Some days I need to push play time. A lot of days I'll listen to scripture and I, you hear it sometimes differently than you read it. You read it differently than you hear it. It's a mix, getting it all together. If you don't say prayers, don't try to go with a 20-minute prayer all of a sudden and start meditating. You'll, Like I said in my group today, I'll see squirrels bouncing around. Be in a state of prayer. So you know, be like, hey, God, thank you so much. As I'm saying this, I'm looking out and I see the sunlight. I see the trees. I see the wind. Thank you, Lord. That's time with God. You have God as part of your day. Man, each day is like a reboot. You start out like, good morning, God. Bam, your day is rebooted. Along with time for God, set aside time for yourself. If you wake up at 5 a.m., maybe you get five five minutes or what you grow. You want to grow that time with God. It's important. And the rest of the day, work, 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 work. You go to bed. You get up at 5 a.m., five minutes, work, 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 work. You are going to burn out. You need to find time in there. We were not created to be worker bees. We're not making honeycombs and hives for the rest of our lives. You say, Adam, you you say it's easy because you're a teacher. Examine your work. Examine if your mental health is worth it. I was listening to a podcast that sort of leads into the next point through Men's Alliance. They were they were doing two podcast series about mental health. So if you want a good podcast, look up Men's Alliance Mental Health. They do two episodes. It's just guys talking, uh, but talking about that burnout, how moving, how you need to. One guy was talking about how he ended up having to take weeks off of work because he was so burnt out. You don't want to get to that point. You've heard the term Sabbath. Set a time as Sabbath. God took a Sabbath. The Jewish people would take in an entire day and not lift anything. We're not at that point too much, but a Sabbath is a time to stop, to reflect. It's a it's a reboot you can do every week. Sunday is, for all intents and purposes, my Sabbath barring some crazy wild thing with kids, and I know God works with me through that. I go to church in the morning. I might volunteer at church. But in the afternoons, the evening, I need to refresh. My wife used to think it was because of fantasy football. And she learned it wasn't when it was March. And I'm like, man, I still need that time. And at that time, it might be me on the lawnmower. I enjoy mowing the lawn. I relax. I refresh there. Find out what yours is. I've talked about it in past episodes. I'm not going to go too much in, but find a Sabbath. Maybe do it with your family. Maybe it means you turn off screens. Maybe it just means you get off your feet. But you need to take that time 
and relax. It'll help with your reboot. Within your work, within your life, give things beginnings and ends. If your entire life was a marathon, you would be tired. Nobody runs forever. And you'll get into a rut. Aim for shorter races. My race is middle of August to early June. I know my race parameters. Your race might be a project. It might be a portion of a project. It might be an activity. Within my, my race that I'm running this year, I do have shorter races. I have a couple of events and projects. I got lesson plans that got to be in there. It, beginnings and ends help you to reboot. You see work well done. You get to reflect on what you're doing. Set smaller goals. Work through them and take time to stop at the end of them. As you finish one goal, step back. Give God the glory. Take a moment to set. Your Sabbath doesn't have to be a whole day. Maybe after that, you're like, hey, you know what? Tonight, I am going to treat myself to going out to a coffee in the backyard. Bam. Probably won't sleep with all that caffeine, but you know, you see what I'm saying there as I'm saying that. Vacation. Vacation is given and work for a reason. I've heard guys say they haven't taken vacation for years. People that have not vacationed at all. Some people, teachers even, they'll teach all year. They'll do summer school. They'll help plan this. They're not taking a vacation or time for themselves. Burnout, I go back to burnout. Find that vacation. Get away. I have to vacation. I have to leave my house because when I'm home, I have things I think I need to do. Things that do I need to do? No, but I think I do. So vacation. So friends, it's that simple. Reboot. Give life endings and beginnings. Lean on God in all instances. Your mind, soul, family, and friends will reap the rewards, and you will live a much more enjoyable life. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for showing us how to reboot, telling us we need to reboot, giving us your support, your love in all we do. Help us to lean in on you. Help us to take that time. Help us to be intentional and give things beginnings and ends so that we can refresh ourselves, reboot ourselves, and not burn out, not have mental health struggles, not leading to us being away from our family. Give us the strength to move forward, the strength to know that you are there for us. You make all things new, and for that we are grateful. Thank you for sending us the Redeemer. Thank you for your love. Help us to show it to everyone we see. Make these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So this week I challenge you. Reflect on what I said today. See where you are. We're all at different places. Somebody might be listening going, I am burnt out. Somebody's like, I'm coasting on right now. If you're coasting on, make sure you don't burn out. If you're burnt out, reflect here. How can you get to that next point? Take one step. Maybe it's Sabbath. Maybe it's looking at many goals throughout the week. And all of them, make time for God, scripture, prayer. Make that all part of your entire process. I talked about rebooting today. I'm actually recording this on a different computer in a different place. I'm at my, my wife's family's, my, my in-law's house, recording this before I'm going to go over to a barbecue. Because we're getting away. We're refreshing. She's knee-deep in crab meat. I don't like crab, so it gave me this moment while they start cracking some crabs. But I'm doing this now so that tomorrow I have time. Sometimes you adapt. Adaptations are a big thing to rebooting. So think about that time for yourself. A lot of exciting things going on at Kingdom Praise Radio. The X-Men the show is coming in 
September. It's a going to be a three-hour, just amazing interviews, music. It, I'm just excited. I talked to Kenrell the other day. We zoomed together, and he is beyond stoked. So check it out in the afternoon. You commute home starting in September. Our interview, we're doing an interview with Two Chosen, an amazing up-and-coming rap duo. Check out their music. Links are in the podcast. Awesome, awesome, spirit-filled stuff. I'm so excited for when we get to talk. I've been texting with Emmanuel for a while. It's going to be a great interview. If you're on Kingdom Praise Radio, do me a favor. Check out my podcast site. Maybe give me some thumbs up, some stars. Go to Apple. Write a good, write a good review for me. Tell me, tell me, give me some love. That would be spectacular. That would help me to grow the podcast. I want to just reach whoever I can for Christ. That's that's the main goal of this podcast. I'm not going to make a penny here. Anything I make straight back to him hey podcast listeners check out kingdom praise radio it is a growing amazing platform there are lots of things happening god is opening roads through that let's let's do it together we're here to do life together it's an exciting time and have a great week i love you all god bless